0: Welcome to a podcast of AOC 2020, organized by Dr. Dev Pelajani, Dr. Satyavan Sharma, Dr. Ajit Desai, and Dr. Akshay Mehta of the Academy of Cardiology in Mumbai. This podcast is produced by TheRightDoctors.com, digital knowledge partners to the event. Coming up, a talk by Dr. Akshay Mehta on Risk Factors and Coronary artery Disease in Premenopausal Women.
1: study was initiated to differentiate between the risk factors between men and women. Uh, It was found that four risk factors were more prevalent and more associated with MIs in women as compared to men and these were hypertension, diabetes, uh, lack of physical activity and alcohol intake. And what about the differences between the young and the old? Elderly persons risk factors were more strongly associated with acute MI in younger people as compared to the older persons. B levels current smoking, hypertension and diabetes were more strongly associated with MI in younger compared to older women. And epob ratios current and former smoking, hypertension and abdominal obesity but not diabetes were more strongly associated with MI in younger compared to older men. And the protective effects of physical activity and regular alcohol consumption on mi was stronger among older compared to younger men now what about differences between young men and young women well there was a there was a significant difference in the rates of myocardial infarction young women had lesser rates of myocardial infarction than young men but this the major difference the 80 percent of this difference difference was due to difference in distribution of risk factors and the difference vanished when the, the rates were adjusted with the risk factors. That means if women did not have risk factors, the traditional risk factors, the rates of MI were less. But if they had risk factors, their MI rates were as high as men. And these risk factors were diabetes, hypertension, smoking, and ApoB-A1 ratios. So concluding the age and sex correlation in the inter-heart, women experience MI almost nine years later than men earlier age of acute mi in men largely was explained by higher levels of risk factors mainly smoking and lipids lower mi burden in young women was explained by lower in prevalence of risk factor burden but one but when young women had risk factors like hypertension diabetes apobie, and smoking their incidence of mi was the same as men so the moral of the story was that when risk factors are present in young women they should be aggressively modified and not ignored under the, under the mistaken assumption that young women are protected. Now, what about sex-related or biological risk factors? These are biological risk factors, pregnancy-related, and other biological risk factors. This was a large systemic review and systematic review and meta-analysis of 83 studies, including over 28 million pe- women. Uh, correlating pregnancy complications with future risk of cardiovascular disease and it was found that preeclampsia, gestational hypertension, placental abruption, preterm birth, gestational diabetes, mellitus and stillbirth all had increased risk of future cardiovascular events from 1.5 to 2.7 times. So pregnancy is the first stress test for a woman those who fail the test, means those who have preeclampsia and other placental problems are at increased risk of long term complications chronic hypertension, diabetes, ischemic heart disease, kidney disease, venous thromboembolism, hypothyroidism and even decreased memory. Preeclampsia has increased by 25% over the past two decades in US in almost 10% of pregnancies and with CV disease, preeclampsia shares many risk factors like endothelial dysfunction, obesity, hyperglycemia, insulin resistance, diabetes, hypertension and the peculiar dyslipidemia of high triglycerides and small dense LDL proteins lipoproteins. The risk is highest among women who develop both maternal and fetal manifestations of abnormal presentation, especially in preterm delivery. And also important thing is that the risk is high, or cardiovascular risk and hypertension even in the offsprings who come out of these pregnancies. So if pregnancy is a window to subsequent cardiovascular health, the postpartum period is a window of opportunity. Hence, a checklist of practices and interventions within the first year postpartum for such women has been developed. Counseling, like giving counseling about long-term risk and need for ongoing evaluation and screening, monitoring blood pressure, uh, doing a glucose tolerance test in people with, uh, in women with history of gestational diabetes, assessing uh, lipid profiles, promoting healthy lifestyle and a multidisciplinary approach to the screening and surveillance and uh, counseling program for women with pregnancy uh, complications. Now what are the other sex related biological risk factors, polycystic ovary syndrome associated with risk factors, premature that be less than 40 years or early below 44 years menopause poses a risk which is 1.5 to 1.3 times oral contraceptives about 0.9 to 2.3 fold risk radiotherapy for breast cancer breast arterial calcification migraine and the the hormonal changes during menstruation all pose some risk which we shall see uh, radiotherapy for breast cancer uh, has a has a direct linear relationship to the dose of radiation that means about uh, there is a uh, increase of cardiovascular risk of 7.5 percent per gray of absorbed radiation and this risk extend to from the time of radiation to more than 20 years <clears throat> and breast arterial calcification has been found to correlate with coronary artery calcification and with cardiovascular events of course these are from retrospective studies and the exact quantification to give you cutoff limits are not worked out but one can make out that uh, some uh, patients some women have mild moderate or even severe breast arterial calcification and both the breast arterial calcification and the parenchymal microcalcification pose increased risk to women one of cardiovascular disease and the other of breast cancer and this is a unifying concept which tells us that preventive strategies can work for both lifestyle changes, medical therapies, follow-ups etc. So both cardiovascular disease and breast cancer can be reduced by monitoring such patients who have calcifications of these two kinds and uh, targeting treatment for them. What about migraine and young women? This was a Danish uh, population based matched cohort study in which 50,000 people with migraine were matched with a cohort of 500,000 people and followed up for 19 years. Median age was 35 and majority of them were women. So you can say there was a study of young women and what was found? the incidence of cardiovascular events in the next 19 years were more in people with migraine uh, what was more was myocardial infarction a stroke both ischemic and hemorrhagic and uh, atrial fibrillation uh, VTE now over a period of 19 years myocardial infarction was 1.5 times ischemic strokes was 2.2 times hemorrhagic stroke was 1.9 times VTE was 1.5 and atrial fibrillation was 1.2 highest relative risk was found in the first year after migraine higher risk in women as compared to men and in patients who had aura as compared to patients who did not have aura There was no meaningful association of migraine with peripheral artery disease and heart failure so what is the message from this will reducing the frequency or severity of migraine reduce the risk for cardiovascular disease what is the role of prophylactic use of Aspirin. Well, we don't know the answer to these two questions. But one thing we know is to be more aggressive with lowering other risk factors in, p- in p- women who have migraine. And then, of course, the menstrual cycle, the hormonal changes. It has been found that the time to ester depression for each of the four phases of menstrual cycle is different. In the uh, early luteal phase, just after the menstrual period, is the time when the maximum incidence of ischemia can occur. So, this is the change, the, the people with coronary artery disease and the menstrual cycle. Now, what about gender related risk factors? Gender is different from sex related in the sense, gender is related to socioeconomic, socio cultural, socio demographic, and psychosocial factors, which are different from the sex related factors, which are biological. For example, being unmarried and unemployed, having financial stress, more life adversities are more common in women. Lower income and education associated with excess risk. Depression has a higher prevalence in women and a greater attributable risk. Physical inactivity, young women are more likely to develop myocardial ischemia with mental stress than men or older subjects. Then young women have other pre-myocardial infarction factors which are more common like prior cardiovascular disease like heart failure, peripheral artery disease and stroke, higher prevalence of comorbidities like COPD, Renal failure, autoimmune disorders, cancer, and psychiatric disorders. Then there is a coronary artery disease with almost no risk factors except maybe hypertension associated. And this is pregnancy-associated spontaneous coronary artery dissection. Uh, it frequently occurs in the first month after delivery, and more common in multiparous women. Still, the hemodynamic factors, the exact etiological factors, hormonal factors, which cause this, are not worked out. But uh, this can be a drastic emergency because many patients have dissections of the left main or multivessel arteries. So, what is the impact of all this on young women? Well, as you can see, in this young population, the incidence of myocardial infarction hospitalization is decreasing in men. Whereas in women, over the period of 1995 to 2013, it has been slowly going up. So, infarction in young women has not gone down the way it is going down in All other age groups and sexes the mortality rates also if you compare men and women above the age of 54 and if you come if you uh, compare with men and women below the age of 54 you can see that everywhere the incidence of mortality is going down but not in young women where it has plateaued so concluding the later occurrence of MI in women as compared to men is mainly due to lesser prevalence of traditional risk factors in young women as compared to young men. But when risk factors are present in young women, like diabetes, hypertension, smoking, and apob one ratios, their chances of MI become as high as men. Women with AMI, especially young women, have more risk factors, more comorbidities, and poorer health status than men of similar age. So, sex hormones are not always protective hence risk factors in young women should be aggressively pursued and treated and not neglected in the belief that they are a protected species pregnancy complications are a window to future cardiovascular risk and purpurium is a window of preventive opportunity psychological stress is an important psychosocial stress is an important risk factor in women and needs understanding how social and clinical factors interact to produce disease and needs a dis- interdisciplinary intervention. So the heart of a woman is not different, but is special and requires special care. I will conclude with a beautiful quote, a woman's heart. The trouble with a woman's heart is that it knows nothing of boundaries. It is the wild and unconditional thirst of the soul, like the small fire which trembles before the wind, only to collect itself and offer itself once more.
0: You are listening to a podcast from AOC Twenty Twenty, organised by Dr. Dave Pelajani, Dr. Satyawan Sharma, Dr. Ajit Desai, and Dr. Akshay Mehta of the Academy of Cardiology Mumbai. This podcast was produced by TheRightDoctors.com, Digital Knowledge Partner to the event. We bring insights from the world's best medical minds to audiences worldwide. The Right Doctors is a Google Launchpad Digital Health Startup and is a Knowledge Partner of choice for medical conferences, CME specialty journals and scientific events from the field of medicine. If you like this podcast, share it with your friends and visit our website www.therightdoctors.com.